0: Before learning about Aviva IQ, I used to spend so much time managing my guest communications manually. Now, with Aviva IQ's easy-to-use automated service, my workload has reduced by 80%. Did I mention it's free? Automate your Airbnb messages now at www.avivaiq.com. Welcome, everybody. I'm here with uh, my co-host for today, Nicole Prentice-Williams. Nicole, how's it going?
1: Great. I'm so happy to be here again with you, Jasper. Thanks. Thank you.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for joining me. And of course, Nicole is the VP of Strategic Partnerships of Hostfully, and she's been on the podcast before. Um, what shall we start out with?
1: I think this video that surfaced, uh, actually right outside of Los Angeles where I'm based, um, is making all kinds of headlines. So maybe we should start there about the woman who was basically her reservation was canceled as she was arriving to the property. Um, and Airbnb has removed the host because of, because it was all based on, it was discrimination basically against her. It, it's amazing, uh, amazing uh, screenshots that she grabbed and uh, just the whole story was is quite shocking.
0: It absolutely was quite shocking. And I find it a bit of a strange story as well, because, well, first of all, this, this took place in February. There was a lady and her fiance. Initially, they wanted to uh, travel by themselves, just the two of them. And the lady is a 25 year old law student of the University of California and she made the reservation in what was it bear bear mountain big
1: uh, Big bear which is uh the closest ski area to los angeles
0: right okay so initially it was just going to be the two of them uh, but then they decided to invite some of their friends to come along as well and also two puppies (laughs) (laughs) yeah and which is uh which is interesting because initially the host actually accepted the change in the in the reservation but only when they arrived and she asked the host how she could pay for the extra guests and that's when the host started spewing all sorts of like racist comments at her and you you can read them in the in the screenshots on the on the article she's also posted these pictures on her Facebook page he was saying things like uh, I wouldn't rent to you if you were the last person on earth uh want something for nothing uh in one word Asian uh, so yeah. it it's you know it, this person really made it sound like that the reason that this person canceled the reservation was because the lady was Asian. Which, Which she must it. have
1: known from the very beginning, since she approved her, or maybe it was an instant book. Who who knows? And she just discovered it later. But even the comments were outrageous, and um, this woman just happened to pull over, I guess, in Big Bear, trying to figure out where she was going to stay, her and her friends, uh, or her fiance and friends, and there happened to be a local news crew there that got all of this on video as it was happening. <laughs> Great timing by the news crew. Weird that that the host uh, canceled her at the last minute after all of this conversation. And even if it was an instant book, there was communication after that. So she must have known that the woman was. So yeah, it's very strange, that the, the timing on this as the woman arrived. I mean, my Guess I was like, why would this happen? Maybe she got a better booking on another platform at the last minute because it's been a record snowfall, great conditions um, here this winter or in winter when this actually happened in February. But why come after somebody so viciously? It doesn't make that part doesn't make sense. Yeah. And what, what else, the other thing that doesn't make sense, and I actually reached, I know some people at that news station here in Los Angeles and reached out to them this morning, but have not heard back, is why this uh, video was shot in February with the woman um, about her reservation being canceled and how distraught she was, yet it wasn't released until this week, until April. So it's what, six weeks later.
0: Yeah, that's that's uh, a bit strange as well. Um the the woman she was she was very emotional in the video. Uh yeah. she was crying and uh you know I think the video has been shared all over Facebook. And yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why suddenly this week a lot of news channels uh reported this story. I mean, I I saw at least a dozen sites worldwide in Australia, in England, in the US. It was really all over the news. So I don't know, maybe, uh, is there an initial article that was published in, in, uh, in February by the original, uh, news crew and it, maybe it was just <laughs> shared by other websites last week. I, I, it I'm doesn't not sure. seem
1: like it. It seems like it, they, they reported on it this Wednesday and they released the video this Wednesday. And, and when you, it's actually a story on the Washington post and it says it's unclear why they did not air the story earlier. And it's not a print print news outlet. It's a TV station. So it's all about the video. And this is pretty compelling video. So um I almost just being a former journalist myself and always suspicious and wanting um more sources to to back up the credibility. I wonder if they reached out to Airbnb with the video and alerted them before and if this was some type of planned, you know, we're going to release this video but we want to give you a heads up. And if there was, there was some strategy there, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that didn't happen, but <laughs> I'm just trying to, uh, figure out why you would release such great video coming from a television bra- background myself, six weeks after the fact, Right. it would only help them ratings wise.
0: Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a really strange story, you know? And I mean, my first thought. When I when I read the the article, I was thinking, it sounds like this person, the host, was maybe like completely drunk or something. Yeah, Mm. I I don't know. I can't find. I can't think of a good explanation. Because if you want to be a racist, then you know you you would probably decline the reservation initially, or if you really want to screw somebody over, like you you know you declined it last minute. But I mean, you must be a pretty evil person to, I mean, think of you know it's it's uh I mean that's that's kind of uh extremely evil. I'd like to think uh, people won't be that evil, but um I just feel like. Maybe the person was just drunk, drunk, or on drugs or something, and suddenly just out of the blue decided to, you know, go into this rage, and just mm. uh, cancel the reservation. I don't know. It just it doesn't really make sense to me.
1: Very mm. odd.
0: Anyway, let's move on to the next uh, article, which is kind of uh, kind of in line with what we've been talking about. It's an article on uh, CNBC. And it talks about the efforts that Airbnb has put in to combat discrimination on on the platform, and this is something that they've been doing for a while. I think they've made it a a big priority, and I think the instant uh, bookings, you know, uh, promoting instant bookings more to hosts was one way of doing it. But also, they've made some other uh, changes to the platform now in order to uh, try to to really create an environment where where people are very unbiased as to you know they're the hosts uh or the guest race or gender or age or whatsoever and mm-hmm. one thing that they've done is which i actually haven't seen before this must have been a recent change is that they removed the pictures of the hosts in the search results
1: yeah they they've taken that out which is interesting and they've also minimized the profile photos in general for guests and hosts Yeah. You know, critics say that they're not going far enough that they should just not have any of that information available until the like pictures and identity until the booking is complete and then reveal it. That's how you get rid of all the discrimination. But Airbnb says, you know, that's part of their culture is um, getting to know each other. And, um, it's important for security too. And I think as a host and we're both hosts on Airbnb, I don't know how you feel about it. I want the picture there. We have instant book on and we welcome, we're, we have an open door policy as Airbnb, uh, likes to, uh, promote. However, We Our property is in a very quiet neighborhood where there are families and retired couples. And so when I see a picture that looks like a party or like it's somebody in a swimsuit that's scantily clad or, you know, it's just not a a professional looking profile picture. It makes me it makes me ask more questions. So I need that picture to vet.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. In the end of the day, the host, as a host, you should you should be able to choose uh, who gets to stay in your house, and you know the the picture is one of the pieces of information that you have as a host to make that decision. I mean, you have to ma- you have to base your decision on something, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what you base it on is you you look at the at the person and you read the profile, you look at the the verifications, the reviews, the references, and you form an impression of of somebody and that's 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 i mean that's the only way to base the decision on you have to base it on that information and i mean if every now and then you're probably going to make a a decision that's you know that's maybe not fair like for example you know if i get a request from uh, a couple guys from uh, from london who come over to amsterdam for the weekend and they're kind of young and uh you know maybe they're asking for a discount you know, that will create the image in my mind that these guys are going to come to Amsterdam to party, right? Mm-hmm. And that would be reason mm-hmm. for me to decline the the reservation. But okay. who knows? I mean, maybe, maybe these guys are really well behaved and they actually want to go and see the Van Gogh Museum and, you know go to a uh coffee shop and discuss uh the different uh their thoughts about the different paintings and and behave yeah. very very well i mean I, I don't know but there's no way for me to know so i have to base my right. decision on on what i have
1: right and that picture helps you it helps you know if you need to have further communication with this person and setting expectations on you know i would say to that If that kind of um, guest was looking at our property, just want to make sure you're clear that you've read in our description that this is a family-friendly community and neighborhood and that there are not curfews, but uh, times where we expect the music to be down and people to be indoors and not out in the front and backyard. So that picture helps you, you know. whereas if it was a um, retired couple, I wouldn't need to have that conversation, I don't think.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, that's exactly right. So so you know, I I think that's I think Airbnb recognizes that and uh they understand that you know the the whole hosting experience especially when you're hosting a, uh, a spare room, so you're sharing a space with your guests. You know, I think uh getting to know the who the person that you're hosting a little bit as as far as you can. You know, it's it's part of the experience. And so I I get why they don't want to, uh, to remove the pictures completely. Um, it also doesn't really make that much sense to me that they remove it in the, in the search results because when you click on the listings, you still, you can still see the, the pictures of the host. So if you're, I mean, if you're an Airbnb guest and, you know, you want to be a racist, I mean, you can. You know, if you if you, if you really want to be racist, you can. I racist, it, you can. Yeah. And I don't think yeah. there's anything, there's much you can do to to stop that. I mean, there's you know, unfortunately, there's there's some crazy people on this planet. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah,
1: I think that they do that just just showing that they're trying. I think that that's part of it. Like, yes, you can go a step further and see who is the host of that property, but I think that's just like their way of just trying to really live by what they're promoting, which is the open door policy. And I really commend them on that for, you know, guaranteeing lodging for any guests who's unable to book um, on Airbnb because of discrimination. You know, I I feel like they're taking the right steps. They're not going to be able to eliminate it completely. And they don't want to compromise the product by doing what some critics are suggesting, which is take it out, take out the pictures until the booking So.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I think, you know, they want to show that they're doing something. And uh, I guess they they also think about the perspective of the host. So, you know, they, they don't want the hosts, they don't want to piss off the hosts, and they don't want to piss off the guests. But at the same time, they want to show that they're doing something. And I guess, you know, removing the picture on the search results, I, I don't think anyone, any hosts are really going to get very upset about that. And neither are the guests, because it's kind of like a minor thing, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Hosts, if you're anything like me, you have multiple standard messages you send to every guest. I used to copy paste those messages every time I had a new guest, but then I learned about Aviva IQ, and I'm an absolute fan. I copied my repeatable messages into Aviva IQ and told it when I want each message to be delivered. Now. All my guests get personalized check-in messages and personalized check-out messages at the exact time I want them to, automatically. I also use Aviva IQ to send a message to guests when a vacancy exists after their scheduled checkout day and invite them to stay longer. It's amazing how it's turned into free money for me on multiple occasions already. So sign up for free at www.avivaiq.com You'll be glad you did. Uh, let's talk about the next article. So I found an article that's actually been published uh, a while ago, in the back in December 2016. Um, but it, uh, it came up in the, the search results uh, when I was looking at the Airbnb news. And I, I want to mention it because I thought it was a useful article and so the article is called the best gear to outfit a vacation rental or Airbnb and i think especially for people who are starting out you know one thing that's really important to do is to think about you know what do my guests need you know is there something that they would need that i don't have and mm-hmm. you know, it's very easy to sort of overlook certain items and I I learned this the hard way because I remember uh, one of my first bookings that I got when I started hosting uh, back in 2012 uh, was a group that consisted of uh, of, of two, two couples, and the I got some feedback from them because I didn't have a hairdryer. Now, as as you can imagine, I don't really dry my hair as being a a guy. I I just didn't, I really didn't think of it. You know, I just wasn't, I I just didn't realize that, you know, a hairdryer is very important for women when they're traveling. And so... You know, there's. I think there's a few items. I also uh, bought a toaster, uh, and I I didn't have a teapot. For example, I never drink tea, uh, but then I had some English guests, and of course, they wanted to have some tea with their breakfast. So I think it's useful. Uh, what do What do you think?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It basically this is a checklist of 24 items that you should invest in just to provide a, more of a just a better experience and a comparable experience to a hotel room as well. Um, I love the list. I think it did. We started hosting in 2012 and maybe didn't have all these initially. I'm sure we didn't. And of course, now we do. But it's a good checklist for anyone getting started. And actually, it's a good checklist for me to make sure uh, that we have all this still in stock, (laughs) what i love the most are protectors for the mattress and pillow uh, pillows i think this is really reassuring to any guests we've put them on all of our mattresses and pillows just to let the guests they know that you know cleanliness is high on our priority list and making sure there are no bed bugs um, getting into any mattresses and stuff. So I'm glad to see that that's on the list. I think actually one thing that we don't have and I need to get is the, um, tea kettle. We ha- are big on coffee. We even have a video on how to work the coffee machine. Cause we have a fancy one in there, but we don't have this tea kettle. We haven't had a request for it. So I should do that before I, I get the, uh, get the request
0: <laughs> yeah exactly and i i've actually been staying at airbnbs quite a lot uh recently and you know now that I, when i stayed in airbnb i always i always wonder and i ask myself like hey is there something missing here and just to name a couple of examples from uh from the last few months i mean one place i stayed in uh, santiago in chile it was uh you know when you're when you're cooking how do you call the the thing that you used to cook on for furnace the stove the
1: stove, <laughs> the stove. yeah uh-huh. <laughs> or a furnace maybe i don't know <laughs> in the us it's the stove
0: <laughs> i've been known to make up w- words in the english language so i don't know if, if the <laughs> furnace is a word but anyway uh the stove it was uh it was a gas stove and so you have to you know you have to light it somehow and the host provided matches to light it which i thought was you know not not really the best way to to light it because mm-hmm. you have to kind of get close to the to the fire with your with your hand. And so, you know, you have these devices and they're they're a bit long. I really don't know how you call them, but they're basically used it it, it produces a little spark. It's almost like a yes. little gun that produces a spark, right? Uh-huh. And so I thought it would be useful, you know, to provide that. So and then Instead also of matches. Yeah i think i think that's yeah because the matches also you have to throw them away and they can run out and and then also uh one host didn't have a bottle opener so i bought a bottle of wine and then i couldn't open it
1: oh no (laughs) oh so easy it's just like uh you know making sure you have better toilet paper you can get a wine opener for like under ten dollars you can upgrade your toilet paper for under ten dollars exactly yeah (laughs) these are easy easy things
0: but then if you never drink wine which is Kind of hard to imagine if you live in Santiago <laughs> in Chile because they have excellent wines there. But mm-hmm. if you never drink wine, then that could be something that you don't think about.
1: It's hard for you and I to imagine, period. <laughs> 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 Wherever you are. Exactly, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, anyway, this is a good, uh, it's a good list. Uh, it uh, has some other stuff, some other things that are pretty common sense like towels and a shower curtain liner actually don't know what that is. uh coffee making gear (laughs) electric kettle mini fridge mini fridge is 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 an interesting one actually um wine glasses standing fan space heater and lots of other stuff so just one thing that. that we
1: don't have is the wi-fi extender too that was the last one close to the last um the wi-fi extender do you offer that
0: no i don't think i have a wi-fi extender i have a, i did buy a, a more expensive router that mm-hmm. uh, has a wider reach mm, so i nice. think maybe it has a an extender in it in built mm-hmm. um but uh but yeah my apartment's also not so big yeah it's it's not very big
1: yeah i did we did install um we canceled all uh, cable in our properties and installed the google chromecast um, as well as the, we have a smart TV. So uh, we do get some questions on that, which I always have to redirect them back to the, to the listing. Like, no, we don't have cable. It's all through your own device and you can cast it up there. But I, I prefer that. And I, that, that way they can watch, they're not telling me, Oh, you don't have this. You don't have that. <laughs> it's like, well, you can watch whatever you have. That's, yeah. Uh, that you subscribe to. So mm-hmm. that it's it works yep. for most.
0: Yeah, that's that's a great idea. Um by the way, for the listeners, uh, if you wanna find these articles that we always talk about and mention, there's three ways that you can find them. First of all, I post them in an the Airbnb group called Airbnb News that you can join. Uh secondly they will be in the show notes of the podcast episodes that you can find at get paid for your Pat dot com slash podcast. And then the third way is to subscribe to my newsletter because I always mention the articles as well in the newsletter that's always sent out on Monday. And Nicole recently mentioned to me that it was hard to find how to sign up for the newsletter. So I've added a completely new button to my blog where it says sign up uh, for the newsletter so it's now it's like a, it's easy to find um so just wanted to mention that so that awesome. people know where you. to find all this and yeah thank you for the for the heads up by the way uh, that's really useful yeah um let's talk about Great. the next topic there's something going on with the governor of california of the person who's running for the position of the governor of California, uh, who's gotten some some money from Airbnb, basically correct?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, so the governor's race is coming up, or it's, it's happening. They're beginning to raise um, money the candidates, and Gavin Newsom, who is the former um, mayor of San Francisco, he has received the most donations from uh, Airbnb employees basically, um, which is more than $200,000. And so he's leading basically against the other two candidates, which are uh, the former mayor of LA and the California treasurer, um, which have received less than $100,000 from any one, um, their largest con- contribution. So I think this would be really helpful to ha- for Airbnb to have the former mayor of San Francisco um, in the governor's office. That's where Airbnb is headquartered. And he's a very progressive, He's a very progressive mayor of San Francisco and now the lieutenant governor of Cal- He's the existing lieutenant governor of California. So big discrepancy there in the donation, more than double.
0: Mm-hmm. And how do these governors get elected, by the way? Is, is, does everybody get to vote?
1: Oh, any registered voter, uh, resident of California who's registered. The um, election is coming up in November 2018. So, yeah, if you're registered, you can vote. And
0: okay, interesting. So it's in November. So we shoot the uh, we shoot should...
1: 2018 next year. So oh. they start these campaigns a year and a half ahead of time.
0: Oh, it's in 2018. Oh, it's a yeah, year and a half. Yeah. Wow. But it's okay. all
1: you know, it's all it, the money the money is starting now, Jasper.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not so well, familiar with American politics. politics.
1: For you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Nothing starts the year up. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, I mean I was gonna say like, hey everybody, let's uh you know, let's all vote for uh for mr newsome so that uh you know airbnb will might have some uh more friendly laws in in the state but uh if it's a year and a half from now then uh, yeah that's uh, a little uh, premature
1: yeah so yeah it could be could be good for airbnb um to have him there so
0: so there was an article in the business insider where where they were talking about a sort of a hidden fee that airbnb charges uh, because they've they started charging a three percent currency conversion fee and there's been there's been some comments from airbnb hosts in uh, on some certain platforms where they're complaining about that and you know i i thought about it and i think basically what's happening is that if you book an airbnb in a country where there's a different currency so if, for for the sake of uh simplicity let's let's assume that you're in the US and you want to book an Airbnb in Europe now in Europe you pay with euros right so i think what used to happen before is that if you book it then you're paying in euros and so if you're you know if you're using a credit card then the credit card company is going to change those euros to dollars and it's going to charge you in dollars and it's going to take a fee on that conversion and i think what airbnb started doing is they they probably thought hey you know this is there's nice money to be made on these currency conversion fees and the reason is that because you know people are doing both way around you know there's europeans booking in in the us and there's u.s citizens booking in the in europe and so, you know, if it's about the same, then Airbnb doesn't actually have to convert anything, right? right. But they get and to I charge the fees to both.
1: Yeah, I think, so there might be some confusion where guests thought that they were just, they were either paying the fees double, like to their credit card and to Airbnb. I think Airbnb is just doing it themselves so that the once it gets on the credit card, it's in the currency that the guest actually pays. So it's not a double fee. I don't know how much... Airbnb has notified um, guests of this because there seems to be a a few conversations out there on online about, hey, now they're charging this fee. You know, I've had to pay $150 extra, but I think they're misunderstanding that they might have paid that anyway uh, to the credit card company. So it's just a transfer. Airbnb saw an opportunity to make money instead of having somebody else do it. So that's that's where it's at. Um,
0: Yeah, that's what I think, too.
1: Yeah. That's how it reads, at least. Um, You can actually go to the Airbnb site, and they have a page. I don't know if you're going to post this page there, Jasper, but um, it might be helpful to to the listeners.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'll put it in there um, for sure. All right, Nicole thank you so much for participating in this podcast and thank host, you hosting Always with me. Fun
1: talking with you
0: Absolutely. and talking to our listeners <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know uh, i'll look forward to our, our next chat in a few weeks and for the listeners thank you for listening and we'll be back on monday get paid for your pet get paid for your pet get paid for your pet